So recently PD put out a video and did a teaching on the story of Phineas in the Bible, who because of his zealousness for God, went in and thrust a spear through Zimri and Cosby, who were committing the sin against the Lord um, and worshiping false gods. And we see Zim, or we see uh, Phineas's zealousness for the Lord. And we also have a story where Yeshua was in the temple and he was flipping tables, he was whipping people and you know, throwing people out of the temple. And we see his zealousness for his father's house, for the temple. Now when we read these stories, we are filled with the same like, wow, this is what we need to be doing because we are zealous. But let me just pause, pause right there. So many times in our love for the Lord, in our zealousness to walk in his ways and to walk in holiness, we can make that fit our definition. Right. And that when Yeshua flipped over tables, now that gives me license to be rude, to speak with anger or hatred, or to speak in a way that dishonors even our Father, dishonors Yeshua. And the way I'm expressing myself because I'm trying to shove this, this truth down someone's throat because I'm zealous for God and they need to get this truth. And I will make sure you get this truth by the way I hit you over the head with it. Because after all, Yeshua flipped over tables, so I can do whatever I want to do. At the end of the day, even though Yeshua flipped over the tables, uh, and even like Phineas who took the spear and pierced through Zimri and Cosby, I want to submit to you that they didn't act out of a position of anger. That was not the emotion that was driving them to do what they did. Rather, I want to submit to you that even Phineas, as well as Yeshua, was doing the things they did with a grieving heart for both to see the things of God manifest in the world in His kingdom come, but also for the people that they were correcting. You see, that's the big difference. And when we start looking at why are we doing the things we do? Why do we say the things we say? Why do we try and correct people the way we do? It can easily become because we're right and they're wrong and they need to see what we see instead of I love my father and I love this person. And I'm, but I need to bring correction right now. Right. Before you start thinking you can flip over tables, are you also willing to go on the cross and die for that person like Yeshua did? Do you have a love for that person that you are speaking with, that you're exhorting, that you're maybe you're having a discussion on a topic and you're on different sides of the fence on a specific theological topic? Do you care enough about that person that it's evident in your words and your actions? Because that is when Yeshua shines through you, that they see your humility and your zeal for him and who he is, his character which is that they will see the truth, not through our own self-righteousness that we can easily step into because we're so zealous that we have it and it becomes our righteousness instead of his righteousness. It becomes our truth that we need to make sure that person gets and we will make sure they get it through our words that are spoken without love, that are spoken in irritation, anger, pride. All these things are arrogance and the way we're conveying it is not the way we should if we are to walk as Yeshua walked. He came to give correction, of course. So the love we're talking about is not this wishy-washy kind of um, Western culture. Every, everything is acceptable and it's like this hippie kind of love. That is not the love that we are talking about at all. And the kind of love that Yeshua walked in was a sacrificial love that came to bring truth in a way that was serving those who did not know the truth, 
She came to bring them life and life abundantly. So are your words bringing life? That is why we are called. And this is a great calling. It's a great responsibility. When you accept Yeshua as your Messiah, you're signing up to mm. be, in, be as like as he walked, to walk as he walked. He gave us an example. And so do what he did. And what does that look like? Well, Yeshua flipped tables then. We can, we can do that, right? What was his heart? Why did he do this? He had a zeal for his father's house, but he was also grieved at what was going on. He wasn't angry in the kind of like, I'm going to just hit people over the head and if they fall down and break their neck, I don't care because I'm, I'm, you know. No, he was grieved and he did it out of love for his father's house and he brought correction. So when we speak, are we bringing the truth and the love of the father in our, in our words, in our corrections, so that his truth shines through us and that the person who's listening, even if they don't get it now, maybe they don't get it for five or 10 years or whatever, that's okay. Our job is to only plant the seed. His spirit grows that seed. Maybe it grows at a time we don't see, but then it does in that person's life and they look back and go, wow, I remember that person who shared this with me and I wrestled with it, but then God revealed something in his word and now it just came to life and now I understand because the person who originally shared that truth did it in love and humility. Exactly. And you may even think about the how Yeshua treated the Pharisees. Sometimes the way he spoke to them, addressed them and answered their questions, it wasn't in absolute politeness. In fact, he called the Pharisees, certain of the Pharisees who persecuted him, snakes. He called them this. It's, and when you think about that, you can think like we started this video. Oh, well, that means I can call anyone who doesn't agree with me a snake. Even if, you know, I'm right and they're wrong. I'm biblically right and they're wrong. Therefore, anyone who disagrees with me is a snake. And when we look at Yeshua further, he, what he does the next is he goes to Peter and he says, get behind me, Satan. Well, he just called Peter Satan. Is that what just happened? No, there's something deeper. You see, Yeshua wasn't actually calling the man, the physical Pharisee man standing in front of him, the person. He didn't call that person the snake. He called the demon inside a snake. He didn't call Peter the, Satan. He called Satan in Peter Satan. And what I mean by that is, is that he, Yeshua was able to understand that his battle was not against flesh and blood, but against principalities and the higher powers of this present dark age. In other words, there were, there were demons that work through people and Yeshua had the discernment to see, look into someone's eyes and in the moment know that this is not Peter saying this. This is not this Pharisee, even the Pharisees God created. Even the Pharisees are God's children. Those Pharisees who persecuted Yeshua, those are God's children. Yeshua loved them as they stood before him and persecuted him because he understood that his battle was not against this person, but against the demonic force behind the persecution. And so, brothers, you going to do and call someone a snake or call someone Satan or the devil itself or whatever, you need to be careful. You need to make sure because Yeshua only did that when when the moment when it was physically Satan speaking through someone. For example, when Peter said what he said, it was actually to to demotivate Yeshua from getting on the cross. That was because Satan was trying to stop him from dying for the world. And that's what Yeshua was why Yeshua looked Peter in the eyes and said, get behind me, Satan. And Peter even uh, Peter knew thereafter. 
that he recognized that my Messiah didn't, wasn't speaking to me. He was speaking to who I was speaking from, who was speaking through me to try and get to him. Of course, Peter understood that later. And so we need to be careful in that way too, to not just, you know, we want to be like Yeshua. We want to be zealous for him. That's great. That's awesome. But we must be careful and understand that our battle is not against this person. So you need to answer people and talk to people and talk to people and you need to talk to the devil when you talk to the devil, which is a different case, different situation. Right. When you have the spirit of discernment, because right, Paul talks about it, having the gifts of spirit and one of those being the gift of discernment. And when you have that intimate relationship with the father and you desire these gifts, you will receive this gift of discernment to know that is not, this is the enemy speaking. And even if it's through a person that you will address who is speaking with the way it needs to be addressed. There's been times when PD has had to address the, uh, the demon that was speaking through someone and um, even cast that demon out because it was the demon speaking and it was not the person. But in the same way, when we are addressing people, we are addressing them like Yeshua. So what did Yeshua do as PD was just sharing? How did he address people? A lot of people, it would be maybe the same question, but two different people would ask it and it would be answered differently. Right. So whoever asks the question, you need to answer the person. Don't just answer the question. You can have, like Christine said, the same question asked by two totally different people, but you answer them differently based on who asks the question. We need to answer people, not just questions. We can easily start wanting to answer questions to show people how smart we are, how much revelation we have, all these things. No, God calls us to love on people, answer people, answer instead of just answering the question that they have. Behind every question is a person and a reason why they asked the question in the first place. And so we need to have all this information in our minds when we answer questions so we can answer them and then answer them in gentleness, Mm -hmm. kindness, patience. And that's what Yeshua did with the women at the well. He answered in patience. Mm -hmm. All these people who came and he answered in gentleness and patience. So guys, we hope that this short teaching has blessed you and encouraged you to walk more like he did and to love Mm -hmm. like he loved. Because that is what we are called to do, to love each other as he loves his bride. Love, show the world this is who we are. We are his disciples and they will know it by the love we have. Right, may God bless you and keep you. Shalom. Blessings and shalom.